Annyeonghaseyo, Yorobun. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode nine with Sakura Popcast, where your inner musings of K dramas come to life. Please like, favorite, and subscribe. This is Jackie. As this is an audio-only podcast, if you're listening in on YouTube, just leave the audio on and don't worry about the rest. So there is something that is quite special that many reviewers are raving about these days all over the internet, and that is a new film that's just been released, uh, I would say, about one or two weeks ago on Netflix. It is indeed a Korean film, and what's special about it is... It is the first Korean film ever depicted about the trials and tribulations of space activity of humans being in space and on humans hmm, not being able to live on Earth uh, viably anymore. Really neat. I I um I was very interested to see what. Uh, a Korean director's take on a space odyssey adventure would be like. So here we go. We are going to be talking about the movie Space Sweepers. The summary is chasing after space debris and faraway dreams in year 2092. Four misfits unearth explosive secrets during the attempted trade of a wide-eyed humanoid. Starring names such as Song Joong-gi and Kim Tae-ri. And who else do we have here? Richard Armitage? Of course, I didn't recognize him until after the credits rolled. But Richard Armitage is a UK actor who prominently was casted as Thorin Oakenshield in The Hobbits. Uh, so my oh my. What a star-studded cast. I believe this is Song Joong-gi's breakthrough after returning from military service. So um, it's very exciting to know that this is what he picked up to do as his first project. And oh my goodness, my first impression is that CGI. It is on point. It is beautifully done. The space chases and battles are high octane and they don't fall behind in quality compared to Hollywood productions. They are not lame or tacky. It's well done and it's got, it carries this high quality uh, technicality that rivals some of the best space movies out there. And I especially enjoyed how acrobatic the action of the space sweepers are because they're, uh, the space sweepers are essentially 2019-92's version of garbage men. They don't have weapons and their, their weapon, well their tool of choice is to use harpoons to puncture and to latch on to discarded space junk and reel it in, much like you would when you're fishing. 
I found it very fun and quirky to how far humanity has come um, in addition to the installations they've, uh, they've placed out in space. Humans can now converse with each other seamlessly and flawlessly no matter what their cultural background is. And in the film, you'll just continually hear the dialogue switch from Korean to English back to Korean, back to English, and then, and then French, a bit of Mandarin, and some Russian all dotted in there too. And uh, humanity is able to achieve this because they've got a universal translator device that everybody wears, like a Bluetooth earset in a way, and it gives you instant translation. What do you think about that, Google and Apple Translates? We need something like this. The, the cast is very likable. We have, of course, the big name Song Joong-ki. He is the ace pilot underdog with uh, a moral conscience that uh, doesn't seem to reveal himself until quite late in the game. We have Kim Tae-ri. She is the female savvy captain of the ship. She is kind of uncouth, and she can fight one-on-one -on -one with the boys. Very intelligent, fun character to root for. There is a robot on board. Robot Bub is the wisecrack who doubles as weapon of choice for uh, these space sweepers. And along with Jin Sung-kyu, who is your obligatory, very tough and gruff on the outside character, but as soft and huggable as a teddy bear on the inside. This cast of misfits don't particularly like each other, but they seem to be thrown together under circumstances of owing huge, enormous, uh, soul-crushing amount of debt. And their goal is to make money, money, and more money. Wait a minute. Something sounds very familiar. We have a cast of underdog misfits, with uh, each with their own special talents. Money is the ultimate goal of their game. There are space battles involved. There are non-humans on board. Doesn't this seem like another favorite space show that we love, Guardians of the Galaxy? I do note that the similarities end there at uh, the very superficial level. There's an outcry here. I get it. There is no comparison to anything with Guardians of the Galaxy. Heck, most of the Marvel films can't compare with anything outside the world of the Marvel Universe. It's like trying to compare a Star Wars film with any other film about space that isn't Star Wars. There is just no match. I place this fault directly with the film. As a viewer, if I can't help be, but be reminded and compare you with some better movies that I've watched, then there's a problem, and we will get to the problems. Let's start first with our space crew. I admittedly don't find myself invested in them. I don't particularly really like the human characters. Uh, you know, I 
I don't fall in love with them and feel like I have to really root for them, except for one person. Then that is the robot Bub. Bub has the best scripted lines in this film, and I wish they gave the same amount of attention to all of the other characters because being able to identify or just loving each character for their weird quirkiness is an absolute must when um, you, when you've got a premise that's set up like this. Second problem. And this one is pretty crucial. This film clocks in at uh, 2 hours and 16 minutes, which is very long for any film. I would say for Space Weepers, it's half an hour too long. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, with all of this like packed in dramatic sequences, only took 2 hours and 5 minutes from start to finish. Uh, and I find that Korean movies are especially uh, uh, vulnerable to being overly long. Uh, the pacing starts to slow way down after the first uh, 20 minutes or so. And in this case, Space Weepers takes an inordinate and unnecessary amount of time to establish the stakes and, to, and the conflict before launching into the rising tension. You want to get there a lot more faster than the movie did. It did spend extra time to build relationships between the space crew and the humanoid girl, but it does this in kind of little little spurts. Um, and in what I found an, an inefficient, time-wasteful way, you can build relationships by building actions into uh, into the events. Um, and in a space movie where you expect a lot more action, whatever that the scenes that they were using um, to build bonding between the characters, all it did was dramatically slow the pace of the film down and uh, lead the viewer to be distracted. The film is entirely predictable. After Richard Armitage was introduced as the savior of Earth's population, I knew where this was headed. So even though the movie worked uh, a couple of plot twists in, to me, it wasn't much of a plot twist because I could see where it was going from two miles away. So don't expect that there's going to be any surprises about the plot of this movie. What disappointed me also is that the crew doesn't really go anywhere physically, geographically. They're not exploring a galaxy. We're just talking about the limitations around the outskirts and the orbit of the Earth. There were really only lo three large set pieces. Um, in space, inside the confines of uh, the spaceship Victory, and at this buy and sell underground market hub. Uh, so as, as much as those particular spaces were animated or constructed really well, um, I find that the lack of exploration of uh, any other setting or living environments just made... It, 
made it shrunk the scale of the film in a very distinctive manner and it's very noticeable given all of these negative qualities do i still believe that the film has redemptive qualities space weepers cgi is accidentally rendered its set pieces and props on are par with the level of detail of what you might consider as a smaller scale of a Marvel film. Space Weepers has a strong acting main cast and reasonably well acted minor characters. In conclusion, you can't go wrong watching it. You can't go wrong not watching it. Just don't set your expectations too high and you will be able to experience some breezy, forgettable fun. Thank you for listening. This has been Sakura Pop. Tao me do peo. Annyeong.